they listen to this podcast <laughs> avidly. Oh, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was about to say something similar about my work, but I remembered I do have people from my work that listen. So maybe we should even cut that out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so this week we have Maria. Hi. From the Misfit Book Club. Yes. I'm and let out for one evening. Yeah, you're here. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us. I am so stoked to be here. <laughs> I've been trying to be cool for like 45 minutes. I'm like, be cool, be cool. <laughs> but like you guys are basically famous to me and I don't handle that well. It's <laughs> so like, funny because we're famous to no one. No, you're famous <laughs> to me. What, uh, what other podcasts have you guested on? Mm-hmm. Uh, zero. Oh, well, we're welcome. the first one. Yes, Yay. thank you. <laughs> I actually listened to the, uh, I think it was like 25 minutes long, the bonus episode of the, uh, the like bunker books yeah, that you guys yeah. did. Mm-hmm. And it had me like, I was just driving around just town, you know? Yeah. And it had me like laughing my ass off in my car. <laughs> <It> was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is like great. <laughs> it was like a choose like which Chris, which famous Chris would you want? And <laughs> yes. you're like in post apocalypse. You were totally against Chris Pratt, by the way. And I disagree. He'd be my number one. He's he, number, number one. one. Mm-hmm. Your number one, Chris. Out of all the Chris's they mentioned, there was like Chris Pine and Chris O'Donnell. I mean, come on, <laughs> Chris, o- like freaking Robin. I think did we do Christopher Lloyd? You we said Christopher like- Lloyd. <laughs> Would you say Christopher Robin? That would have been my choice. A little boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, this got awkward. It was nice seeing you. <laughs> and that was Maria. I think I picked uh, Chris O'Dowd when I was listening. You did, and we liked it. Yeah. We thought that was a good Chris. Yeah. I th- yeah. I think I picked Chris Pine. You did. I Chris Pine. Correctly. You did. And I totally disagree with that one. <laughs> he just sits in a chair <laughs> in space. You know, you got Chris Pratt who actually fought dinosaurs. Yeah, Chris, so. Chris Pratt. And his name says Crisp Rat, you know? Because like you really reason. want a Crisp Rat around? I mean, you're probably going to be eating a bunch of crisp rats in the post-apocalypse. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's a valid point. You know? you know, I didn't even give that any thought. Really, though, is it a good point? <laughs> it is a good point. <laughs> it's not. Crisp really rat. But I appreciate you going with that. Sure, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cindy, I'm glad you thought it was really funny. I'm afraid that you're getting, like, the less funny half of the duo pixie's <laughs> hilarious so i'm gonna try and like not embarrass her tonight <laughs> which i think i already have but well, maybe yeah. we can have her on too or both of you guys at the yeah that'd be, oh, that'd be yeah. fun um yeah so pixie and i both went to school locally here mm-hmm. and so i think she's going to be back this summer great oh. so you guys would get a really big kick out of her <laughs> so funny uh, yeah so. she is Mm-hmm. Um, that would be fantastic if we could yeah. make that work. And she I think so. might even have a subject that she would want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. I mean. That would be great. <laughs> I think she checked a book out from the library on it like a week ago. Oh, nice. really? Yeah. She's she's dedicated now, basically, she's is what more, you're telling she, me. Yeah. She's maybe more intense than I am. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> and, I, and I have like a seven-page Google Doc here. So Hell like, yeah. I don't know what kind of research you expected, but you got some research. This is why we <laughs> love having guests is because they put real research into yes. <laughs> <laughs> What are you care. talking about? What are you talking about? Everyone we've ever had on is better than us. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> I listened to a bunch of your, um, like specifically your episodes that had guests uh-huh. to prep for this. And I have to say they're really good. I mean, <laughs> those are the best ones. They're so much yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, Especially, I like the River Monsters episodes, both of them, because yeah. that's just like one of those cryptozoology things that I mm-hmm. personally love. There's a ton of them. 
There's so many different there's types like one of local, sea monster. Yeah. Basically, which is awesome, I think. Did you guys see the picture? Oh, I've got thoughts. Okay, sorry. Okay, yeah. sure. So one, did you see the picture of like the sea monster that washed up on the beach that looks kind of like a plesiosaur? The, like a two, new weeks one? Oh, yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? For real? For real. I remember they like an old like one. but pixeled out its junk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to be real adult and be like, it's pee pee. <laughs> Why would you pixel that out? I don't know. I don't know. I just Googled washed up monster. <laughs> it's not what you think. <laughs> it's, all, <laughs> it's like Elvira, 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 Elvira. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, Elvira. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that oh happened. And then I listened to your ancient aliens or your oh ancient my gosh. Astronauts? Astronauts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was our last one, I think. That was yeah. our last yeah. one, I think. Yeah. Which aliens kind of freaked me out. I'm going to be totally honest. Oh, sure. Yeah. And so did you guys see the the declassified video of the Tic Tac? Like the, the metal Tic Tac. Well, I saw a declassified video where, was it called the Tic Tac? The no, I'm calling it the Tic Tac. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like the, no. yeah, the, the UFO or whatever. That yeah, the yeah. They declassified it in like November. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I know you guys are all skeptics and <laughs> I consider myself kind of agnostic. So, yeah. you know, like 70% of the stuff that you guys talk about, I'm like, oh yeah, that's total BS. And then like 30% of it, I'm like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe um, I want it. Like, I don't necessarily mm-hmm. believe it's real, but I want it sure. to be Oh, real. yeah. I, I feel like I I think that's how we all feel. Yeah. 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 Like, it would be so great. And so, aliens are one of those things where I just feel like they're out there somewhere in the universe somewhere. Like, yeah. The universe is so big. So, yeah. anyway, it just, like, freaks me out because I'm like, what diseases are you going to bring? I don't know. But <laughs> my husband told me about the Tic Tac as we were driving to his, like, stodgy grandparents' house. And I, like, flip shit in the car for 30 minutes <laughs> and then had to, like, roll up into this, like, uber conservative like mm-hmm. <laughs> people's house and like i was trying to hold it together and of course my husband threw me under the bus he's like she she's freaking out and then his like stodgy grandparents look me straight in the eye and they're like we've seen aliens and i was like the <laughs> what? i love that so much <laughs> and i lost it for like 45 what? minutes can i hear their story yeah, can what? you tell us yeah, their story they said that they saw like triangles in the sky like arranged okay. in some kind of pattern and that it was there for like 30 minutes and all their neighbors came out Whoa. and was like, and they were just like staring at the, these things that were totally not natural. And Triangles they were like, the sky. yeah, it was really Ooh. weird. And then I was, and then my husband was like, ask them about ghosts. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. have you seen ghosts? And they're like, Oh yeah, a lot at the Crescent. And how's like, oh, the Crescent? They all were talking about how they saw the man in the top hat or whatever. Oh, and these right. are like uber uber Christian conservative like people. And I was like it just did not occur to me that these were going to be the stories wow. that they told, but it was literally the best visit I've had with them in 14 years. That's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just like that's I was amazing. Very disappointed I didn't see ghosts at the Crescent. Yeah. Girl. Very disappointed. I mean, we went there for Ben and Kate's wedding. Yeah. And right. stayed the night there and like my friend and I that stayed with me like went at three AM mm-hmm. just all through the halls on every floor looking for ghosts. Found nothing. Not even the cat. 
<laughs> not even the ghost cat. Not even the ghost cat. Mm. I won't go in the crescent. Why? But for that reason? Yeah, I'm afraid of it, dude. I want to stay there again. So, do you think they're malevolent ghosts? Do you think all ghosts are malevolent? Let me ask you that. No, I don't. Okay. But I did get grabbed by one. Oh, oh. okay. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Share, oh, yeah. please share. This is like not our topic. Do you still? No, that's okay. Yeah. We go, we go off the rails okay. so much. Um, I am Mexican, so by Gasp. virtue, could you, like, I look so white. Uh, so my great grandmother died in my grandparents' house and she haunts it. I don't know what okay. to tell you. Okay. It makes me sound crazy, but like everybody's had experiences in the house okay. and they're not malevolent at mm-hmm. all. Okay. She was a, she was a jokester in life mm. and is a jokester in yeah. death. And so, you know, stuff gets moved around. You hear footsteps. Um, but a lot of the girls have been touched. So I have six aunts, most of whom have like been touched mm-hmm. in some way. And just in this like room, in the room where she passed away. Mm. And so I was going to sleep one night and I leaned over to flip the light. I was in bed and the light switch was on the wall and I leaned over to flip the light switch off and I felt a hand on my shoulder. And like I wasn't afraid. Mm-hmm. I was just like, the fuck? Because <laughs> you don't, I mean, yeah. it's not something to be afraid of. And so I look over and there's nothing there. And then I very distinctly like felt pressure like fingers uh-huh. And I shot out of the bed and like ran down the hall. My dad's like 250 pounds. I tackled him and kept going. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no. And so then my grandmother, who's very Catholic and very tiny, she's like Mm -hmm. four, eight. She like walked up to me and she put her hands on my face and she's like, Mika, have you been drinking? I was like, no, I haven't. And then I made her sleep with me like a child. I was like, I'm not sleeping in this room. Of course, I'm like hysterical. Like I'm crying. Uh I've basically killed my father in my escape to nowhere. I just like slammed my body up against the door and like just stood there screaming. So yeah, that's my experience. So I don't know. Like, I ghosts I believe in, aliens I believe in, the Loch Ness monster, like I want to be real, but yeah. I don't think yeah. it's real. Yeah. You know, but it'd be super great. How great would it be to like have an army of Nessies that you like ride into <laughs> battle on? Oh hell yeah. Thank you. This would I be mean, amazing. <laughs> we also agree on El Caminos, by the way. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> <Best> <laughs> <part>. yes. <laughs> I want an El Camino so bad. Dude. I price them online every once in dude, a while. Dude, so do I. And I'm like, dude, I can save up eight thousand dollars for like right? a shitty one and fix it up. Yes, you know I have I want mine to have purple paint, but with glitter in it. Purple oh, glitter yes. paint coming yes. out. And flames. Okay. Yes. Like flames oh. up the front. Okay. Sounds amazing. <laughs> um I know what I want my own and I I want it to be lifted. I I want to be able oh, to hell lift yeah. it and drop okay. it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're having a moment. That is legitimately <laughs> the car that I have I mean, wanted my whole yeah, life. Same. Since I was like eleven years old, I remember the day I saw mm-hmm. one and I was like, That's my car. Yes. They're amazing. They're a car <laughs> and a truck. Right. Like <laughs> Yes, they're yes. the best, but they're not so big that you can't drive it. No, no, it's like kind of could be a sports but, car, you know. Yeah, and it's got like a V eight engine yes, and stuff like that, you know. Stick shift, car. all that. Yeah. And then, can you imagine if it shot flames at the tailpipe? Dude, yes. <laughs> like in Grand Theft Auto, like you can set up so many cars to do that. Girl, That's what I want mine like to do. Uh, like I love it. Sorry, boys. Yeah. Are you are, we well, just, are you guys trying to be part of this podcast? My problem so. with the El Camino is that what can there are you, no problems. What can you <laughs> not, no, not? What can you carry in El Camino that you couldn't carry in a car? It's such a small bed. You can put uh, that in a trunk. 
You, you can carry your pimp cred in it. Your pimp cred? Yeah. Huh? Touche. Exactly. Touche. <laughs> and you ain't got none. Oh. <laughs> Man with pimp cred. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had so much cred, guys. <laughs> so, so anyway. wait, do we know why they p- pixeled out the penis? <laughs> no, I oh, in the know. monster? Yeah, so we still haven't learned I about this. I forgot about no, that. No, I'm sorry. Um, I don't, I, I mean, I didn't like prepare it was offensive just, just kidding. <laughs> uh i don't know maybe it had a really big penis maybe it was like like a duck penis have you seen uh, them they like corkscrew like, like, and they like shoot out with velocity yeah, yeah. Like, what they like detach they don't detach like in the king missile song what i don't what? know what that is there's a song by king missile called detachable penis Oh, oh really? wow, <laughs> that's it specific. Was, it was kind of a hit in the 90s. Oh. We'll listen to it at the end. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. No, like you should watch a slow-mo video of it because it like, it like even the, in a, a duck hook? penis, <laughs> it like goes out so what? fast that bubbles form around what? it because like the male duck is like, bitch, you're not going anywhere <laughs> and has like anchor down. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should have like warned you about my personality i think <laughs> sorry i think we should have researched duck penises and just we went should've. with that i mean yeah. there's a lot of different animal penises like cats penises <laughs> are barbed they are yeah, yeah that's, that's weird true. pigs have corkscrews it takes them like 30 minutes to uncouple because <laughs> they have to spin have to their sp- whole bodies <laughs> around like a helicopter to get out basically yes that's unfortunate yes this is have true you ever seen it it's true <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna google it if you haven't seen it can can it really be wrong? Isn't that it's like true. the whole premise of this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is like just so the nail it, on the head. It's not there. We need a, a new tagline. That can be it. You haven't seen it. Does that mean it's not true? <laughs> I feel like it's a very existential question to inject yeah. into the like penis discussion. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh my god. Oh god. We uh, should we should get into our subject though because we okay. what are we like forty five minutes in right uh, no, now? No, I don't talking about that. random stuff. I'm sorry. I mean no, that's we're only my minutes in. We're okay. totally oh, good. we're totally yeah. good. Oh. We're so we good. Plenty of time. All right. Okay, sweet. We're so good. Um okay. I don't know what Yeah, our subject is mysterious disappearances this yes. week. Yep. Um I've got a few that I looked up. It was really an interesting thing. Like I've mm-hmm. actually looked this up on my own before, mm-hmm. just doing my own research, even pre podcast. I just like get, you know, like on one of those wikipedia rabbit holes Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. whatever like youtube things or reddit or whatever and you find out these things like i'd actually read about some of these disappearances before and i wanted to go back to them and research them more of just people it's like they were like raptured or something you know it's like oh it's like they were just they were there one minute and then they're gone and there's like no explanation so I looked up a few that were like that. And spontaneous then, uh, combustion. Oh, that'd be a good episode. Spontaneous Have you guys done combustion. We haven't done that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's on the list. <laughs> but didn't, wasn't there a recent news about Amelia Earhart? Didn't they find they, something? They think what? they found her body. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they think they found Get her body. Get out of town. What? Yeah. That's all I had. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you guys find that a little sad, though? It is. I mean, it's what... I think it would have been better if we'd never found it. I think it would have, too. We all basically assume, like, yeah, she probably crashed in the ocean or something, mm-hmm. but it was like, but what if? You know, yeah, what if she, what if she lived out her somewhere? life and ate yeah, coconuts and fish forever yeah. and was, like, pretty happy, you and know? had a beach yeah. volleyball named Wilson, yeah. Aww. <laughs> I was thinking Wilson. more of a Gilligan's Island situation. Oh, okay. but <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that's kind of sad. Um, I find disappearances fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like, the idea of being able to just be gone and no one know mm-hmm. what happened to you or <laughs> where you go and i think like in my mo- like 
in modern times, uh, it's hard to do. Like I can't imagine yeah. staying off the grid for. I couldn't do it for ten minutes because I'd be like, I'm disappearing. Oh shit! I got to check Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. they would find me immediately. Yeah. Um, I listened yeah. to a podcast. It was like a criminal or something like that. Ooh, they were, they were talking criminal. about. Uh, how hard it is to really go off the grid yeah. and mm-hmm. not be detected because mm-hmm. he they went to an FBI investigator whose job solely was to find people who were trying to avoid the law. Yeah. He's like, first you got to do this, you got to do this. There's like a, a million steps before you even leave the country that you have oh. to cover oh, yeah. before you can even get out. It's crazy. So I can't imagine how you could just disappear without meaning to disappear. Without yeah. being when murdered. it's hard, yeah. Like I figure being murdered is a good way to disappear. Yeah, sure. they'll do it. Yeah, you know. So, or I mean, even I mean, even alive. in murder cases, it's like you think in the in the you know the century that we live in, people would find you eventually mm-hmm. or some trace of you. It makes mm-hmm. me think of the local case, which is not what I covered, but Morgan Nix. Um, she was a little girl who disappeared, I think, out of Fort Smith. I mean, like decades ago, I think she would be maybe in her twenties now, and they still have like her updated picture on the billboards. Around oh, here. Hmm. Yeah, it's just like terribly tragic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my disappearance is wackadoodle. It is actually not tragic. But yeah, well, I mean, I, maybe it is. <laughs> my my thing that I research is the reverse of what we're going to be talking about. So it's how to be somebody found. <laughs> people that were missing for forever and then showed okay. up. <gasps> and ah, I like that. Uh, yeah. So I wanted Uh, I asked Torrance if I could do the disappearance of Ambrose Beers, Um, mainly because, like, I am an English major three times over, so I like literature, and this is maybe the most famous literary disappearance of all time, and Ambrose Beers was bananas, and so I'm really excited to talk to you about him. So Ambrose Beers was born in 1842. He is an American author. Um, who has basically kind of like fallen to obscurity, but he's really good. Okay, he's fantastic. He was like a contemporary of H.P. Lovecraft. Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it, highly inspired by Edgar Allan Poe, so wrote kind of in that vein. Yeah. Um, he was born in Indiana, and he is the tenth of ten children. Um, oh. his family was really, really poor and, uh, but his dad had a bunch of books. So he was sort of a self-taught intellectual. Um, it, he was a very bitter man. He, his whole deal was satire, like very incisive satire. So basically think about like Andy Rooney, but way meaner. <laughs> That's Ambrose Bierce. Um, so he was kind of a contradiction, um, but he just had that personality uh, from the very beginning. As a matter of fact, one of his biographers says that they think that he could have been a serial killer. <laughs> only, wow. only he uh, killed people with words, not with knives. Well, like could so. have been like he didn't think he was. He was just like he was smart enough to. Or? No, like he was that type of personality. Okay. He just didn't mm-hmm. connect well with people. Okay. You know, he was just kind of a kind of a weird guy. Bit of a sociopath. Um, sociopath. Uh, he. Here's a good example. He had a lifelong hatred of his mother because his mother told him there was a Santa Claus and then he found out there wasn't. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the wow, truth. Cool. Quite a grudge to hold. Yes, yeah. He literally said, he like wrote down at one point, I don't believe in an afterlife, but if I did, I hope to God I don't see her again. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Over Santa Claus? Over Come Santa on. Claus. Yeah. 
That's, uh, I mean, that is Am- kind of Ambrose Bierce in a nutshell. I mean, he so. does have a nice mustache, though, just looking at his portraits. He is very mustachioed. He is rumored I thought to he have he was been a cute guy when he was younger. Very handsome. Yeah. Um, and he stayed pretty handsome his whole life. Yeah. So he, at 18, he enlisted and he fought in the Civil War. He mm. uh, fought in the three biggest battles to have happened in Tennessee, which really scarred him. But also like he was really fascinated by it so he made all these notes Mm. of all these horrible macabre things that happened like one time they were marching past a battle and they looked over and they saw something weird happening and Beerus realized it was a bunch of pigs eating corpses faces and so he just like wrote that down like isn't that cool and you're like "Mm, (laughs) right yeah so um he in the civil war he rescued at least two people and like in heavy gunfire like carried them out uh which you're like, if you were such a dickhead, like, why would you do that? The thing <laughs> is, nobody knows. Like, everything about Ambrose Bierce is like, the minute you think you've got a handle on him, he does something completely different. Yeah. And so he got shot in the head oh. while he was in the war. Wow. Uh, and survived. Um, and then he got captured by the Confederates. He fought for the Union. And then he escaped and fell into a fire. So this is like <laughs> generally... <Damn. Okay. laughs> Ambrose Bierce in a nutshell. <laughs> he became a very, very famous journalist, um, probably the most famous journalist on the West Coast. And he wrote for the Examiner, the San Francisco Examiner. And that's kind of how he made his name is writing a column called The Town Crier. And then uh, it was called something else later. But he would basically just like call people out on their stuff all the time. Um, so he was a huge atheist. And honestly, Torrance, he kind of reminded me of you. I was like, oh, he's a misanthrope <laughs> and, a, <laughs> and anti-religion. I was like, huh. <laughs> Could Torrance be Ambrose Pierce? Reincarnated. <laughs> never found him. Or not. There's some theories that he never died. We're going to get there. Oh, <laughs> like, like to this there. day? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm Whoa, telling you, what? this gets like insane this is bizarre i like it it is totally bizarro <laughs> um so anyway that's how he kind of made his name uh he would like stand up for the little guy but he also hated the little guy it was kind of weird so <laughs> like the transatlantic railroad was trying to renege on their loan from the government 130 million dollars which would have been like over a billion dollars today and so he like showed up on capitol hill like to report the story and one of the guys tried to pay him off he one of the railroad guys he was like how much can i pay you and he was like 130 million dollars and if i'm out of town you can remit it to the u.s treasury like he was like a badass like that (laughs) and so anyway uh his life was marked by tragedy he got married to an heiress and they had three kids, two sons and a daughter. Um, his One of his sons died at 18 in a duel. <laughs> uh, like uh, her, his fiance ran off with another guy. And so he was like, I'm going to sh- let's duel. And they were both mortally wounded in the duel. Oh, wow. uh, That's how you other, want to end. No, no. His, his other son died of pneumonia. So that is not as interesting. But, you know, he, he <laughs> everybody died kids. of pneumonia back then. Honestly, <laughs> he and his wife were estranged um, for like maybe a decade. He thought that she was having an emotional affair. Yeah, and he, he was found like, some like compromising you. notes or something, didn't uh-huh. he? Uh huh. He did. Love and he was letters. Like, Bye. And then when she filed for divorce like a decade later, he was like, I can't believe she's doing that. <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> Oh, son. I don't know. So anyway, he had sort of an astronomical career um, marked by a lot of personal tragedy. And he, uh, toward the end of his life, 
started to really struggle. So he fell out. He wrote for Hearst, William Randolph Hearst, mm. and they had a huge falling out after a 22-year relationship, and he walked away from that. Um, his wife, a year after she filed for divorce, died of a heart attack. <laughs> And he buried all three of his two sons and her in like unmarked graves over in California Lord, somewhere. So wow. like he was a real uh. effing delight. <laughs> uh, anyway, and then he uh, he had written stuff that's famous now, but wasn't famous at the time. So um, he's most famous for the Devil's Dictionary, which is basically a dictionary that's just like satire. And so I brought you guys some entries that are hysterical. So, or I think they're hysterical because I'm an English nerd, but, (laughs) but I'm a guest and I'm holding you captive. So um, like one of the entries is says year noun, a period of 365 disappointments, right? (laughs) Or uh, a cat noun, a soft indestructible automaton provided by nature to be kicked when things go wrong in the domestic circle. Wow. Which is really, and, and a hearse, a death's baby carriage. Right. So that's like the whole book. And that's his most famous book now. But at the time, it wasn't very popular at all. I feel like I've heard of that. Is that the same one that says uh, something that, oh, God, I'm going to fuck this up. (laughs) Uh, Like the definition for oats was like in in England food for a horse and Scotland food for a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. And he was like, there's a mayonnaise one that's like French's, France's national like food staple or whatever like it's just like crap like, like that america now I, well that's <laughs> ranch oh yeah <laughs> you are enough. absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> so at least it's not nutella well not nutella what is it marmite is that the gross M- one vegemite marmite. those are two things Isn't vegemite australian yeah something vegemite's like. australian marmite's right. like english right i have no idea i'm just I saying i've now. never had it and I've i just not. have a vague idea of what it is yeah, I mean, fair enough. Anyway, so the, he wrote some really famous short stories, The Occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge and Chickamauga, which are his two most famous. And so he'd had some success, um, but it, mostly as a journalist. And so toward the end of his life, he decided to publish all of his works in 12 volumes. Just think about that for a second. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of volumes. That's a lot of volumes. It didn't sell very well, mainly because he'd made so many effing enemies throughout his entire life by basically slandering people just left and right mm-hmm. and um because he wanted to call out hypocrisy but it turns out like people don't like to be called hypocrites yeah. i mean who knew <laughs> so so toward the end of his life he um basically decided he was going to go to mexico and that's really where the disappearance starts so it's in 1913 he starts telling everybody, I'm going to go to Mexico because the revolution's happening and I want to go cover it for the paper. And so he kind of makes some final rounds around all of his friends and he's like, okay, I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to Mexico. And people are like, why? Like you haven't covered a war in forever. You're 71 years old. Like, why are you going to Mexico? Yeah. He's an old dude to me making that kind of travel. Oh yeah. Especially back then. Exactly. And so, um, he basically tells everybody, I'm going to go, and then I'm going to go on a trip to South America, and I just might never come back. And oh. he's like, okay. And this is, like, really well documented in letters and interviews and everything. And so the last documentation we have of him is in November of 1913. And it is an interview with a New Orleans paper where he basically says the same thing. So after that, we don't really know what happens to him. We think he goes to Mexico because his personal secretary has some notes in her um, in her journal that says he was like in Chihuahua. Uh, but 
you know, we don't have letters from that, but we, everybody thinks he goes to Mexico and joins Pancho Villa's revolutionary army and then just disappears. So maybe the most Hmm. famous journalist in the U S goes to Mexico and then is literally never heard from again. There are lots of theories about what could have happened. I don't know. Are you ready for some theories? Yes. Some oh, yeah. of them are, are they bananas. Ridiculous? Okay. okay. So the most reasonable one is like he was bored in Washington and he was getting old and he was like, I don't want to be old and I'm miserable and I'm going to go like fight in this war like I did in the Civil War and like mm-hmm. recapture some of my glory mm-hmm. and uh, was killed in mm-hmm. battle. Uh, there are some stories about El Gringo Loco <laughs> uh, in Mexico <laughs> okay. about this white guy who just like was out there like fighting. Um, but those are all sort of like word of mouth stories. Yeah, I read one that was uh, that he had supposedly died by a firing squad. Yes, some, possibly in Chihuahua or uh-huh. past, like he had made it past Chihuahua, which is like right on the northern border of Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then they found like a letter that he had written to his niece, supposedly. Uh huh. And uh, I'll just go ahead and read it. It was yeah, you're a pretty interesting letter. Goodbye, if you hear of my being stood up against a Mexican stone wall and shot to rags, please know that I think that a pretty good way to depart this life. It beats old age, disease, or falling down the cellar stairs. To be a gringo in Mexico, ah, that is euthanasia. I have that one written <laughs> I was down, like, too. like, that's pretty oh, really? bitchin'. I, I loved that quote, like, of everything I found about this guy. I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was so like, if I'm 72, I'm going to go to Mexico and just... <laughs> die i guess (laughs) (laughs) right be like take me i mean at that point you're done you're done you're taco in one hand here's my el camino like over Uh, here like so you so you've made it is what you're doing like i've driven past the border in my el camino eating tacos and then i just get shot by a firing squad inexplicably i would tell you that you're playing on stereotype only i'm a mexican and that sounds you already did say tacos (laughs) so i was just going what you said (laughs) i'm just giving you a hard time (laughs) but yes no amazing um so yeah i think that is like the kind of number one theory is he went down there and he like insulted pancho villa and like got killed (laughs) he got killed by a firing squad there's this oral history in a town called sierra mojana where a priest basically said, like, there was an old um, an old guy who was like, oh, I was a kid. I watched him get shot. And they erected a monument to him in the cemetery of that church, even though there's, like, no proof that he was there whatsoever. <laughs> it's a good story. Uh, it is a good story. Some people think he was just suicidal. And he, you know, was so kind of miserable and unhappy at the end of his life. He had said a few years earlier that when he died, he didn't want anybody to find his bones while he was at the Grand Canyon. So some people think he just kind of like wandered out into the desert and killed himself. Other people think he wandered out into Mexico and then lived out his golden years in Mexico. Some people think he never went to Mexico at all and actually went to the Grand Canyon and killed himself there. <laughs> right? Like, um, so there are all of these theories. Um, some, But then they start getting kind of like crazy so there aliens. are guessing aliens <laughs> not aliens but that's my personal theory i just saw that i just saw that dude aliens, aliens. it's from the history channel that's yeah. not history mm. nope <laughs> okay so here are my two favorites one is that ambrose Bierce was actually a spy for the u.s government mm. and he had gone to mexico um to basically keep an eye on the germans and the japanese because of course we're on the Sounds like a walk into a bar joke. (laughs) It does. And so uh, they were like, oh, no, he uh, he was a spy because 
they thought that the Germans were going to either attack the U.S. or the Panama Canal. I mean, he did disappear the year that World War One started. Yeah, right? exactly. Which is why people didn't really investigate his disappearance because they didn't have the manpower to do yeah, it. Yeah, they were right? busy. <laughs> with, I mean, <laughs> with another war. With getting killed left and right. Exactly. But the guy who came up with... Then there's another theory that he went down into Mexico and he kept going into Guatemala to find the crystal skull or the Mayan skull uh-huh. of doom, oh, which okay. caused instant death. And he <laughs> found it, but then he didn't die. He went to British Honduras where he spent the rest of his days investigating other mysterious disappearances in the Yalbek Triangle region. And at last, he was transported to an underground cave by a flying Ooh. Mayan sorcerer. And was, <laughs> I love it. As of 1972 still alive and living well in Honduras. Yes. <laughs> Made immortal by the sorcerer, I, I assume? Or the skull. Where I does that either, either I don't know. theory come from? A man named Sibley Morrill, who's a journalist. So that was published in 19... I cracked the story in, wide in, open. In, I know, 1972. <laughs> so journalist. Right? Quotation. Yeah. And then the tabloid was invented. <laughs> so uh, those are my kind of like two favorite theories about what could have happened to Ambrose Bierce. Um, so <laughs> Those are good ones. what do you think yeah. happened though like legit oh what do i think happened murder. i i mean like i want it to be murder because i like a mm. good dish like that but <laughs> i i don't know like i read all of these and initially before i kind of like came into the research i was like oh he probably really did fight in a battle and like who's gonna keep track of people who die in battle except when you're the only white dude in the battle (laughs) like you tend to be pretty like yeah Mm -hmm. who's this white guy especially el gringo loco like if you like (laughs) what's happening here like what's up with this guy he was also a very even if he was 71 like he fought in the civil war like he would know how to fight it would Mm -hmm. be very unusual for him i think to just get like killed like he would know how to keep himself safe. i guess i kind of think he just like wandered off into mexico and lived his best life like on the beach and sure. then yeah i mean just passed away of old age the Although letters like sorcerers that's a fun <laughs> one that's a fun one i mean mm-hmm. the letters that they found it was like he was saying goodbye yeah i'm going mm-hmm. to mexico goodbye and uh-huh. so i mean that is a fun theory that he just went down there and like stayed on a beach or something I mean, to you be know. fair, if everybody hates you and your <laughs> books don't sell and you're super old and you're like, you know, he had really bad asthma and it was getting worse. Yeah. Um, and he always had sort of like migraines from getting shot in the head <laughs> as, as, it goes. as you do, as Side you do. Uh, but that's the other thing, right? If you can get shot in the head and like fall on a fire and all these things like do I really think that your downfall is going to be with the straight bullet? I mean, I don't really want right. it to be that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, maybe he's not dead. He sounds pretty unkillable. <laughs> he really, yeah. that's, I mean, this guy is like, he's living his best life in Honduras, which yeah. I don't know how you live <laughs> your best life in Honduras, but okay. <laughs> right. He figured like, it out. Well, yeah. I almost wonder with the, between the first and the second theory about whether he just went to go fight in this war to reclaim his youth or yeah. glory. Or if he, you know, was suicidal, those might be the same thing. Yeah, one and so the same. For sure. Yeah, Just I like, think so. Especially going and insulting Pancho Villa. <laughs> Could like, you imagine? Just like that sounds like a just a death by yeah. you know somebody Just else. like oh, fuck it, it. <laughs> like um, death, almost like death by cop. R- right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Suicide by cop. Yeah, I think it could be kind of any of those things. I think it could be none of those things. Right. Like he could have just died of like. 
dysentery in some <laughs> house somewhere. It's just, it's yeah. very clear that he orchestrated this to be kind of his last hurrah. Yeah. yeah. You know, he wanted this to be some kind of story. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And it still is. So good on him. That's yeah. Ambrose. That's Ambrose Bierce. And so, uh, Anyway, I highly recommend reading some of his stuff. It's I think he's better than Edgar Allan Poe. That's my personal opinion. So if you like Poe, I would recommend Beer. I do like Poe. I would be. I haven't read anything of his. I would it's really great. like to do that. He does a lot of. Um, I also liked picking him because he was obviously like a, a vehement atheist, but mm-hmm. most of his stories involved or a lot of his stories involve the supernatural. Mm. So like ghosts appearing, mm-hmm. like the twist at the end was always like, and he was never alive or like a ghost pops up or whatever. So he was a man like in, in great tension with himself mm. on a lot of things, including that. Mm-hmm. It sounds fascinating. He was fascinating. He was a giant dickhead. If you ever get a chance <laughs> to read some of the like nasty things giant he said about people um, in one of his columns, and I won't read this because it's awfully mm-hmm. long, uh, he was fascinated with people who killed their wives <laughs> and oh, people who committed sure. suicide. Like he was, he would write about it all the time. And at one point, he like writes this big screed about the best way to kill yourself. So can oh, you wow. imagine? He's like razors kind of messy right <laughs> he was like please he's like please don't gash yourself because the corpse smells so bad oh afterwards. lord like it really is like that and so you know he knew people it sounds like the journal of a serial killer to be right? it really yeah. does it really does so i mean I, he, I my opinion is he had some level of sociopathy that yeah. he struggled that with makes sense you know, yeah. i'd like to think he went in search of santa claus after he went missing <laughs> just to prove oh his gosh. damn mother wrong that's my favorite part like who holds that grudge till their grave right can you all the parents listening right now are like oh my god what am i, do? <laughs> I better tell him i've been lying to my kid for like seven years i guess i gotta keep this up till he's 40 oh my god it's like so sad it's like an 85 year old guy in a wheelchair his dad he's like the guy's 40 and he's like oh i won't come down the chimney (laughs) 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 don't hate your mother (laughs) so anyway yeah that's ambrose pierce in a nutshell it's one of my favorite disappearances that's super interesting i mean he was Uh super sarcastic and super like Uh critical of so many people i mean Kurt Vonnegut took some inspiration from him, yeah. which is interesting to me because, I mean, Kurt Vonnegut's writing is a lot of the same kind of super cynical type mm-hmm. of writing. So, yeah, I would really be interested yeah. in reading some of his stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge was made into a Twilight Zone episode. So if you don't want to read oh. it and you want to oh, watch really? it, you can do that instead. Ooh. And there is a, <laughs> a movie called The Old Gringo. Uh, Jane Fonda's in it, and I forget who the actor's is but it's the story of ambrose bierce's like disappearance it's like the okay. hollywood defied um version of it but yeah ambrose bierce was a he was a mess i'm <laughs> glad you picked him because i had never too. heard of him yeah i hadn't heard of Same. him either. i'm glad i i'm glad i could introduce everybody to him especially since like and of course like there's a lot more to it he went through fort smith at one point so there's a local tie there Kay. he was in el paso which is my hometown um, for a little while and then so yeah it's just he was all over the place he was also just a m- kind of a miserable highly entertaining person like most <laughs> miserable people are so. yeah it's true we'll just do an acapella version i like the penises are a funny thing and it's also a funny word penis yeah <laughs> 
Penises <laughs> are funny things. I'm sorry. They just are. They're weird looking. <laughs> and, and every word for them is funny. They're kind of dumb, too. Like, they are dumb. Like, why are they all out there? Like, that's the most important part of your body. <laughs> and they're just... <laughs> just is it? Just all out there. <laughs> I mean, to a lot of men, yeah. <laughs> That's not a good way to display a very sensitive thing. Yeah, like exactly. Out yep. in front. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's not like we chose. You know, I mean, like we had the options. I, I personally blame you. <laughs> yeah, you guys are idiots for putting those there. Wasn't it the uh, Greeks or maybe the Scots? It was some group of people. I like the same they, thing. <laughs> <laughs> they would fight completely naked as an intimidation technique. <laughs> oh sure. Bunch of people running at you with their junk waggling around. <laughs> you just mm-hmm. like oh, these guys are not afraid of. Anything. I wouldn't fight them to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not fight. Any I mean, the person. Scots had their kilts, which is yeah, they didn't wear any underwear under that. Oh my gosh! Speaking of Scots, that's what my disappearance is about. Really? Yeah. It's so a guy I, named Scott. It's about a guy named Scott. No, it's about uh, an island off the west coast of mm. Scotland. I, I came across this one in my the research. Island so yeah, so, so that's the Burning Man. It's Eileen. <laughs> I don't know if this is actually how to pronounce it. I'm going to assume it Wh- is. Eileen Moore is the name of the island. I just want to say I meant to say Wicker Man. I really screwed that I up. I hate anyway. Wicker Man. <laughs> That's the worst movie of all time. What? Wicker, Wicker Man? Man? Yeah. With you only you didn't see the original one, though, did you? No, I saw the one with uh, <laughs> the bees. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Oh, God, I Nicholas, love that. That was so bad. <laughs> so good. It was so bad. But, uh, yeah, so Eileen Moore, an island, has a lighthouse on it. It's about 20 miles off the west coast of Scotland. And uh, so one day, 1900, the year 1900, not 1900s, the year 1900, in December, uh, a boat passes by and they notice that the lighthouse's light's not on, which is unusual because it's a very highly trafficked area. And so they mark it in their log and three days later, a crew goes out to check it out. So they get to the port. Nobody's there. No keepers are to greet them. This lighthouse is supposed to have three keepers, usually... When during bad weather, only two keep two keepers will go out of the lighthouse, leave one in, and uh, so. But there was none there, and they go to check it out, and they notice that they notice that there's no amenities. Usually, whenever they're ex- they're usually expecting both to show up, so they always have like packages for them to refuel and whatnot, mm-hmm. get food and stuff, and none of that was there. They go up to the lighthouse, the gates closed, the doors closed. And all that is inside is a chair that's knocked over, a meal that's been placed but not eaten, mm. and unmade beds. Their oil skins were out, which was, which is unusual because it was raining heavily the day before, and nobody was there on the island. And they still don't know why they weren't there to this day. Like, they're still missing. Nobody can see my face, but literally my eyes are <laughs> bugging out of my head. <laughs> oh my god, I love this stuff. Yeah, so... Yeah. What do they think happened? Wasn't the door locked behind them, and none of them it were was, in there? It was closed. I didn't read that it was locked. It I was think closed. I read that it was locked, which okay. is very strange. But Yeah, but it is weird, though, that when the gate was closed, because usually they leave somebody, like, I don't know, but that there was a meal on the table, like, and the chair was tipped over. Like, somebody, it, it looks like somebody just rushed out of there left their meal on the table, and then they just vanished. I mean, I think what makes the story so good is that it's, also, it's a lighthouse, which it yeah. by themselves are already so interesting and creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's only those three guys that were on the lighthouse, so nobody else was there. Okay, so... On the island. In literature, there's a term for this. Did you know? It's called a locked room mystery. Ooh. Like, when, you, when like uh-huh. people are gone, but, like... You nothing's out of place or like the door yeah. is locked. Mm-hmm. They're called locked room mysteries. They're great 
Mm -hmm. So anyway, that has nothing to do with your story except that I was like, hey, did you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does because there it, was... You it's know, related for sure. Yeah. yeah. You no, said that, that was 1900, a, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was December the year 1900. So does anybody know what happened? Like, are there No, theories? and they, they've tried... The theories are... There are many theories, and uh, most of them have been ruled out. The most valid theory is kind of a boring one. It's that a wave swept them away. Yeah. But even no. that, like even, like <laughs> but even that isn't likely because one, they're always supposed to have somebody in the lighthouse. Like it's in that time, it was one like, of them still would have survived. Yeah. One of them should have survived if they got swept away. So it's looked like maybe one of them had went out to warn the other two and then they all got killed somehow. Oh yeah. Um, the other one is that one murdered them and then committed suicide and jumped off the cliff. Hmm. Um, there's a cave system that's underneath the island mm -hmm. that yes. they think they could have got that's swept away airport. through. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, they still don't know. They have no clue. No bones have ever been found. Um, they were replaced that next day and then that was pretty much <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part of the story. Yeah. Do you have one of those new hires? I wonder if they told them like why they're getting hired there. <laughs> <laughs> the other guys quit. Yeah. So. They're, yeah. <laughs> Went to be with their families. Wow, that's a really good one, Ben. Oh, thank you. I like to think that Nessie showed up, right? It's off the coast yeah. of Scotland. And then they rode away on him. Yes! <laughs> Her. Her. It's oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. On they. On the um, <laughs> it's, 20, it's 2018. Thank you. Uh, we didn't record that bit of it. But again, I tell you, a Nessie army, you like ride out like Aquaman on top of them. It would be so great. Yeah, maybe that's what they did. Mm -hmm. I love it. I like that. That's Three proud mm -hmm. Scotsmen riding out on Nessie. Oh. Kilt over their head. No, but <laughs> <laughs> Carefree. Hey, let me look this up. Let me look at my notes real quick because there were some that were really crazy. So here is one of the things that they thought was uh, this, somebody had thought that this was what happened. So that one of the keeper murdered the others and threw them into the sea. So this one already said a sea serpent or giant seabird had carried them in away. That's oh, another yes. one that they wow. come up with. Seabird. <laughs> yeah. They had been abducted by foreign spies. Okay, mm. I kind of like that one. Mm -hmm. Like maybe pirates showed up. Oh yeah. And like you know, like 1900s pirates or whatever. That yeah. could be a thing. And they just walked them off onto their boat yeah. at gunpoint or sure. knife yeah, point like or to whatever. Like look sword through, point. No, sword that's point. not that cutlass. Not that long ago. They had guns. Gun. Gunpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and here's a good one. Or they had met their fate through the malevolent presence of a boat filled with ghosts. <laughs> just, oh. a, just a boat filled with ghosts. Oh, just my comes ashore. God. Maybe it was the Mary Celeste. That could yeah, be Yeah, didn't it. we talk about ghost ships? Yeah, we, we did. did. The Mary Celeste was, that was the Atlantic, I believe, so it mm -hmm. could have been. Showed up. That could have been another up. mystery in the Mary Celeste one, you know? The mm. Black Pearl, another <laughs> very famous ghost ship. Could have been that yes. one. It's like pieces of eight. Get on. <laughs> I okay. I have a real dumb question. Do any of you guys know like who sets up lighthouses? Like who? Lighthousers. Like, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I don't know. Like, is it a local government thing? Where because like they're there to protect all the ships and keep them from yeah, crashing. Yeah. Sure. And somebody has to work there. Somebody lives there. To like who sets it. the? Yeah. Who like, sets this up? Who builds it? And I mean, I would imagine it's a local government thing. Yeah. I would guess. I'm not sure. Let's start a business building lighthouses on islands. Let's just do it. It'd be fun. I, I doubt there's much competition. I'm sure there's, I mean, there's nobody doing probably that. Probably <laughs> plenty of old lighthouses you could just take over. I was about to give you crap, but with global warming, they're going to need a lot more lighthouses. Yes, they are. That's true. Yeah. That's like a booming market. Let's, yeah, let's build them on like places that seem obvious yes. right now that there's no water. Speculative. Like, yeah. But they're like going Vegas. to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> New coastline. Let's just put one on the side of Everest, and we'll just make that our base. 
But I, I, I think this is a great business model. It I really is. <laughs> you guys want in on this? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to see how it works out for you. We'll watch from afar. Uh, we'll it's be, a long game. It's we'll a long game. We'll be venture capitalists. We'll be like, okay. we have $50 to <laughs> Here you go. We can buy a hammer. <laughs> yes. There is a lighthouse that you can go in. I mean, I guess you can go in a lot of them, but there's one. They are made to enter. Yeah. <laughs> No, like I went in one in Florida, like at the uh-huh. very like tippy point of Florida. I don't know. There were mosquitoes <laughs> everywhere. You had to climb the stairs, which I don't know what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> was like, the elevator. Well, right. Like I'm like, we're tractor beamed up. Late. That's how they left. That's uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, it aliens. Was, I wanted to enjoy it, and I kind of did after I, like, could catch my breath at the top of, I mm-hmm. swear to God, a million stairs. Yeah, that's got to be brutal. Mm-hmm. That was a series of bad decisions. Because <laughs> 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 yeah. at um, the top of that, you have to be like, well, at some point, I have to go back down. Yeah. Well, the descent is the down's okay. easier. Yeah. yeah, you just trip, and you're at the bottom. <laughs> One thing that interested me about this story also, and I don't know why it's interesting, because it probably has nothing to do with it, but the lighthouse was built... The year prior, like it was a brand new lighthouse. Oh, mm. oh, yeah. I would have preferred Gee. if it were like super old. Well, I was gonna say something <laughs> dumb. And Go for it. That's yeah, what okay. we're doing. I was like, well, I wonder if it could have been like a chemical. Do you hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, what if there was like some sort of? Well, even then, they wouldn't they just drop dead and then they'd be. Yeah, you know, or yeah. they all unless they just got washed to up to like throw up and then they got washed off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Or aliens, or that, or aliens. So you will never know, probably. What if it were, uh, you know, a ship full of aliens that came up <laughs> on like the Mary Celeste? Yeah, they replaced mm-hmm. the original crew. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. <laughs> we're just going way <laughs> off the rails here. Sorry. I love Jack Sparrow it. Shows it. Okay, um, I've got a couple of more modern ones okay. actually. Uh, just and I'll, I'm just going to skim on these. I just there's really no conclusive evidence on any of them. I just think they're interesting. Just because of like how someone in in the modern age can completely disappear, mm-hmm. um, so there's there's a guy named Brandon Swanson who disappeared when he was 19 in 2008 from Minnesota. Um, he had been out hanging out with some of his friends, like their I think their like first some of their college classes that had mm-hmm. ended. I'm not sure like if it was spring break or if it was like summer break or whatever, but they were celebrating their classes ending. Mm-hmm. And he was driving home on a like in an area he was familiar with around 12 a.m. Mm-hmm. And he ran his car into a ditch around that time and he called his parents and he was on the phone with his father for like an hour or more, like maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. And his dad, like, you know, later when he was filing reports and stuff, was saying that he didn't sound like his speech was slurred. He didn't sound intoxicated. He was just like yeah, my car's in a ditch and I can't get it out. Can you come find me and help me? Mm. And so eventually they were like driving around. His parents were driving around and looking for him. And he was like, all right, well, I'm pretty sure I see uh, a town ahead. Like he was familiar with what town he thought it was. He was like, so I'm just going to go like start walking towards this town. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Right. (laughs) Oh, son, you're in trouble. (laughs) Mm -mm. So he starts out on foot. He's still on the phone with his dad the whole time. He's talking. Mm -hmm. He sounds totally like he's aware of everything that's happening. And then all of a sudden he exclaims, oh, shit. And the call drops. He's never heard from or seen again. (gasps) And this is like he's in a like this is his home 
town kind of area like he you know he crashed in a place where he knew he was but so when they like looked at his cell phone records they found that at the time of the call that he had made he was actually like 20 miles away from the town that he thought he saw so he couldn't have seen that town that was not where he was like that he totally was wrong about where he was and then they i don't think they ever found his cell phone but they like for the next two days his phone would ring when they called it so it wasn't like going straight to voicemail it wasn't dead it hadn't been damaged it was ringing and they couldn't track they couldn't find him and so they like their initial idea was that he had fallen into a nearby river but there was no splashing heard on the other end there was no like sound of a struggle or anything heard and his, his remains have never been recovered. This was 10 years ago. Hmm. The guy just disappeared. And then some dogs tracked his scent like six miles north of where he had disappeared initially from like where the phone call dropped. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he just, uh, there's like no indication of where his remains could be. He completely hmm. fell off the face of the earth. I don't like the river theory. Because don't you think like if you fall into the river and you're talking on the phone... Like your phone would go into the river, and mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but wet phones don't yeah, ring. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So the phone couldn't have been damaged if it didn't go, like go to voicemail or something. You know, yeah. like if it had fallen into a river, which you think would happen if he did, and you mm-hmm. would have heard splashing, you would think, yeah. So that was an interesting one. Um, they have no idea, and is it's so like these are actually more sad than what we've been talking about. Like his parents still leave the porch light on for him oh. and it's like really depressing but the the article that i read about him like had like a hotline number at the end of it it was like if you have any information you know it's like nobody's got information and then kind of a weirder one that happened longer a lot longer ago than that but still in the kind of modern era it was in 1945 on christmas eve um out in west virginia the Sodder family and that's s-o-d-e-d-e-r um they were like asleep in their house and a fire oh, broke out um and so they had 10 kids this family it's 1945 wow. i guess you know whatever maybe they just wanted 10 kids you know but backup whatever kids. <laughs> yeah they, i mean they had to have backup backups kids to their backups because five thorough. of them <laughs> five of them disappeared that night oh my god five of their 10 kids so what happened was they were asleep on christmas eve in their house and the fire uh, like went through their house, like a fire started. Let me guess, Christmas lights. Um, I mean, <laughs> well, come on, people. It keeps getting more. Unplug interesting. your Christmas no, lights no, at no, night. Nope, it keeps getting more interesting. Um, okay. so I mean, you know, typical house fire. You'd think like five of the kids disappear after the fire. You'd think they scatter. That's just a sad thing that they died in the fire. Like they were upstairs when it happened. Right. These oh. other five. So they think they died in the fire, but they couldn't find any remains. And even after a fire, like, yeah, that's going to incinerate a lot of things, but not like bones and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not like the bones of five people. So they couldn't find any remains, any mm. bones, nothing, no teeth, no nothing. And so like that night also, <laughs> um, the father, George Sauter, had tried to start his truck to drive it like by like up by the house so he could climb mm-hmm. up to the top floor and get his kids out. Mm-hmm. The truck wouldn't start. Um, there was something wrong with the engine and later they had like figured that it had been tampered with somehow. Um. So, and then they also could not call the fire department because their phone lines had been cut. Oh God. Yeah. So the, Mm-mm. the story just goes Mm-mm. deeper and deeper. Mm-mm. 
And then they found some kind of a weird rubber object that could have been a napalm bomb. What? Yeah, like outside mm. of the house. They Wait, found what this year did you say this 1945. Was? Okay. They said it could have been like some weird bomb of some sort. A napalm bomb? That's what the that's what it said that it could have been something that caused the fire. So a lot of weird things. And then several days before that, the family recalled being visited by a couple of strange men, one who claimed to be an insurance salesman. I said that weird insurance salesman. <laughs> and they were making kind of not so veiled threats against the family of like, your house is going to burn down and your kids are going to die, basically. Oh. And so they were like, oh, OK. And so like these people left. And then that same insurance salesman, quote unquote, was on the uh, coroner's jury that deemed the house fire an accident. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And then, like, 20 years later, like the mom of the family received a photo in the mail that was supposedly a picture of one of her now-grown adult sons. Who was oh, my God, I have goosebumps. Who was missing. Like, <laughs> like one of the five children was who was supposedly... It was supposedly him in the photo that was, like, now an adult. Wow. Okay. Yeah weird story and there's nothing conclusive we how those kids were kidnapped yeah they weren't found no evidence of their bodies were found and these weird things were happening but like why five of the ten who was it who were who were these guys how old were the mm -hmm. kids um i saw pictures of them i didn't actually see their ages but it looked like they could have been between like five and and ten all of them so in, in that area there none of them were like teenage looking well, and at that time, if, like, uh, where did this happen? This was in Fayetteville, West Virginia. Okay, so if you take them to the West Coast, it's not like, right? you know, it, it's not an era where they can just, like, make their way back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, like, call. It'd be call a lot mom. harder to find people back then, too. It's the cut phone lines that freak me out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, and the, the engine not starting. Yeah, in the car, like yeah, that That's that a was a weird movie. story. Those all mm. just sound like beats in a horror movie. I mean, really yeah, yeah, but this like actually happened. <laughs> so God. bizarre. How sad, right? Is there a movie based off that there needs you would to be? Think. I mean, it's been long enough. Yeah, but I mean, there wouldn't be really. <laughs> They're over it. Right? There'd be like no real ending to it, though. I mean, unless they. I mean, it's Hollywood. I guess they could just make one up themselves and make it a little more spicy or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, I mean, those were the two that I that really stood out to me. I read so many stories of just random disappearances, and those were like really ones that I just couldn't even put a finger on of like what could have happened. Yeah, that last one is legitimately scary. Yeah, because yeah. you know it. I'm not saying it could happen to anyone. Like, thank God for cell phones, right? Yeah. Like, and mm -hmm. also like that is such a bizarre story. Yeah. <laughs> And why? Exactly. Like, why like, do you want to kidnap five of the ten of these people's children and not burn their all house of them. down? Why, like, like yeah. why not, like, murder the parents? So much simpler. Yeah. And just take the <laughs> They kids. went the hard way. And how did yeah. they... Let's figure out how we could do this better. Like, how guys. did they yeah, pull this I off? I got you. How did they like, pull the this off? The more complicated it is, the more likely that something's going to go wrong. And, like, how did they get five children out of the top story of a house... With nobody... With no one noticing and then set the place on fire? Because that... It had to have been what happened. Yeah, I mean, I like I would have thought you know they keep the parents alive if there was going to be like some sort of ransom situation. But there was no ransom. Exactly. They just disappeared. Right. Wait, did you say the other five died? Um, I think just five of the ten. They died. 
Five got kidnapped. And five are dead? I think the other five were alive. Oh, I I think there are five missing and the other five were fine. That's how I read it. I didn't read read that the other five died and the other five were missing. I read that five of them just were presumed dead, but they couldn't find. And then all this other weird shit makes you think they were kidnapped by. And I think it was like the Italian mob or something. What? Because like like one of them. Yeah, I think like the 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 insurance salesman was like an Italian guy. And what he had said. (laughs) This is just like the office. No, no, no. no, no, I'm not just guessing it was the Italian mob because he happened to be Italian. Like he like the guy was like saying that your kids are going to die because you're threatening or like saying bad things about Mussolini or something. What? I'm not sure it was weird, but yeah. I'm not even sure who Mussolini is. So. <laughs> 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 it sounds like a delicious dessert. It I mean, it, it really does. Yeah, though. It does. <laughs> oh wow, I love that one. the The mob adds like some nice sprinkles on top of that uh-huh. crazy <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. Um, Torrance, you had some disappearances who later reappeared. Correct. Yeah. So you know. There is these horrible ones where people disappear and it's tragic. I thought maybe we could talk about some times that people disappeared for decades, but then ended up being okay later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, whenever I started doing this, um, like I was like, well, I'm going to look up some solved disappearances. Like, mm-hmm. why did these people disappear? Oh, it was because of something horrible. They figured <laughs> that out. Uh, and a lot of them, and there was, I came across several that were like, you know, this family there, the husband died and they're like grieving and stuff. And it turns out that uh, he just has a new family in Florida, <laughs> like a new name. Yeah, you know, they find him 20 turns years out later. He's uh-huh. just an asshole. Yeah, there was a f- several of those. Yeah, he left for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> like in Iron Man, the best line of that Iron Man 3, which is objectively not a very good movie, uh, <laughs> where, where <laughs> Robbie De- or Tony Stark asked that kid, like, uh, where where's your mom? Well, she's at work, and my dad went to get a sandwich, and he's like, "When's your dad coming back?" He's like, "I don't know. He's been gone like seven years." He's <laughs> like, "Oh God." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I had a couple real quick ones. There was one Canadian man that uh, disappeared uh, for thirty years <gasps> and then was reunited, and uh, this man he went missing from a uh, disabled uh, person home. Which he was there because he he was just I think really clinically depressed. He had tried to commit suicide. Oh, that's sad. Mm. And then he um, got on a bus, and then they was never heard from again. And most people just assumed, you know, he might have just gone and committed suicide. Mm. What they found later is that uh, he had been found not long after that with uh, head injuries from probably uh, they believe a mugging, and uh, he had no idea who he was. And he oh, wow. ended up being taken care of in this other home for a long time. And one day he was just at work 30 years later and all of a sudden he remembered who he was and went back to his mom. This just happened mm-hmm. here. Uh, but, th- but I guess I could give you some details. The guy's name was Edgar Latulip. Uh, Latulip. <laughs> from Ontario. Um, well, he remembered who he was, but they still had to do DNA testing uh, to make sure that this was his family because right. he had aged so much they had no idea and everyone was so blown away that this guy just showed up mm-hmm. again because mm-hmm. um, they had just they had all i think they had had like their memorial service and everything for him they just assumed that he was gone i think he was legally declared dead wow but um they were super happy to get him back but uh there's and there's another one these are ones i'm just kind of blowing Wait, what year was that this was it was fairly recently 
Um, this happened um, 2016. Man, how do you live that long without an identity? What, what's what's Canada doing over there? They like gave. They're them too friendly. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, they're like, like it's okay, John Doe. We're <laughs> gonna take care of you with our socialized healthcare. He whatever. Had, uh, <laughs> matter. Head injuries, right? He did. Yeah. I mean, it, the so head injuries were kind of recent. When they found him. Right, yeah. So, so, I mean, I imagine he was just living out his life as, like, a disappeared person. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and like, then, like, he got the head injuries, forgot who he was, and the whole whatever. Like, I wouldn't imagine he just went all that time not knowing who he was. Okay. So, not to keep right? bringing this back to Ambrose Bierce, but that's the premise of an Ambrose Bierce short story. Oh, is it really? Yeah. A guy huh. in the Civil War, the premise is, he, like, thinks that he you know got knocked out in battle and he like finds himself just sort of wandering around and he goes to a doctor and the doctor's like uh so how old are you he's like i'm 24 and the doctor's like you're not 24 and he (laughs) looks down and like his hands are all like gnarled and then he Mm -hmm. like goes and sees his reflection in the water and it just like hits him that he's lost 40 years of his life from some traumatic head injury he had in battle and then he dies of shock Oh my god! Like, <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that's Sad. weirdly almost exactly what happens in this next one. <gasps> I spoiled it. Sorry. No, this, <laughs> this one is a uh, also very recent one, um, and you guys might have heard of this guy. His name's Benjamin Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a man, American sniper. <laughs> Just kidding. That's well, this one. is this is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like. I can't imagine. This personal experience that this guy had. Uh, this guy in 2004 was found by a uh, dumpster next to a Burger King. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> in Georgia, he was. That's the worst. <laughs> Can you imagine the worst thing that happened? I know. To you? Well, he was. <laughs> whenever they took him to the hospital. I feel like that should be a headline game on that game we play. <laughs> <every time>. Next time, <laughs> that's going to be the answer all the time. Ben. His, uh, oh my God. his hospital records from whenever they found him are, are listed as Burger King dough. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so sad. Oh, I'm dying. They, they found him. He was completely naked, and he oh had. My God. <laughs> You can only say three words at a time. They're just screaming at you. No! And he was also, like, his head was beaten in pretty much. Oh it was this bad. Oh, my God. It's like, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's not funny, but it is. Well, he... Naked, Burger King dumpster, head bashed in, Burger King dough. <laughs> Burger King Dough should have been my alias for my Yeah, instead so of Maria's. <laughs> Burger King, King Dough here. And, <laughs> and Pixie Burger. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Pixie it Burger flows. King yeah. Dough. That's perfect. <laughs> Sorry, Pixie. <laughs> he, uh, they, whatever he came to at the, the hospital, he had no idea who he was or anything. He could only uh, recite... The president, the last <laughs> presidents up until nineteen ninety something. What? Oh my god! Um, I can't do that. Are you guys ever afraid of that? Like well, he, I don't like think they made him start at George Washington. <laughs> 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 I mean, like Washington, Adams. Oh, <laughs> some more. That reminded me of that vine. McKinley. It was like, I love you. I miss you. It was pretty good. I don't know this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show you later. (laughs) You can't really describe a vine to somebody in real life. You have to just show it to them. Isn't vine dead? 
Yeah. Yes. They didn't come back. So they, they they came back. I yeah, never came back. In the last back. couple months, what? Twitter re. Well, I think did something with it. Did it? <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> was Fenton a Vine or was it a YouTube video? Fenton. Jesus Christ! No, nobody, nobody <laughs> internet's as hard as I do. Okay, well, okay. there went all my street cred. Vine is Vine is. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it in the back of my El Camino. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, Torrance. Are you trying to tell us something <laughs> about oh, no, Burger King dough? <laughs> well, uh, he came to and he had a. He couldn't remember anything. He also had really bad cataracts. And, uh, <laughs> it just keeps getting sadder for I'm this guy. I'm pretty sure that uh, Maria just loves misery. <laughs> I really do. It just gets funny. That's why she relates to Ambrose. Yeah, so it makes much. so much sense. I like, I get him, but I'm sorry. He can't see. He's naked. He's I mean, it is funny. It just like keeps getting worse. It does, and it's about to get even worse. He uh, thought he was at a Wednesday's. I was so excited. <laughs> Did you say he thought it was at a Wednesday's? Wednesdays. <laughs> I heard Wednesday's. I meant Wendy's. <laughs> Always uh, fresh, never frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just calling. Tell me how you really wow. feel about Wendy's. Calling bullshit. Well, Wendy's also, they have uh, unfair labor practices, so you shouldn't eat there anyway. What? Really? Yeah. I mean, but don't, the, but don't all restaurants? Bacon? No, they four st- for four. That's how <laughs> That's I live. True. I used to have a stolen Baconator poster. Oh, I what? thought you just stole had a stolen Baconator. You just kind of <laughs> you just kind of keep it on a shelf for it's later. Still, it's been ten years like and it still looks it perfectly <laughs> edible. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, no, yeah, one of my friends stole a poster from Wendy's the, of the Baconator. Like they stole mm. it out of uh, the you know it's plastic thingy. And I had it up in my room for a few years. I don't know what happened. It's to that probably thing. worth an El Camino now. You should check that out. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> it anymore. <gasps> Just getting rid of that memorabilia, that sweet, sweet, sweet cash. <laughs> 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 anyway, it, it gets worse. Oh, so then a Baconator poster. Continue <laughs> on, please. He uh, nine months later. He was in this hospital for a long time. Pretty bad head injury. Nine months later, and he gave birth. I was about yeah. to say. <laughs> 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 Turns out he was pregnant. Nine months later, he was they, a <laughs> they fix his uh, cataracts. They do uh, surgery nice. for him and fix his cataracts. Uh, as soon as his eyes heal, he walks in the bathroom and looks in the mirror and says, oh, shit. Because <laughs> he's 20 years older than he thought he was. Oh, oh my God. So, yeah, he's much, much older. And he he's telling people like this. I I was way I was way younger. He's <laughs> OK. So that's, that's they already know that he has uh dissociative amnesia and they're okay. realizing that this goes way back it's more than just when he hit his head <laughs> they <laughs> all this stuff goes they he becomes sort of popular because obviously this is an insane way to find somebody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> burger how could burger king joe become popular i, just I feel don't like understand. that's a but his it sounds like the origin story for like an angel Superhero. that fell from heaven or something just <laughs> landed it's naked Castiel. behind <laughs> <laughs> Ding ding. Yeah, okay. that was my that was That's my our doll. supernatural <laughs> reference of the day. It sounds like you remember when you were a kid and you always saw the cartoons where you get knocked on the head and then right. you, you have amnesia and you get knocked on the head again. Right, that seemed to be everything. a real staple to promote head it injuries really and. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Look and listen. Uh, head injuries lead to serial killing. That, Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Like, really? Yes. A lot of serial killers were dropped on their oh heads Jesus. as children. Mm-hmm. We yeah. know someone, friend of the podcast, who has had like seven concussions. You should watch them close. Just be careful. 
not, not really. I'm not gonna, gonna are they not gonna kill us. Not gonna name names or anything, but you know who you are. <laughs> it's Amber. Well, <laughs> it's Amber. <laughs> you know, not surprised. Amber, I'm sorry. Okay, so I don't Amber. think you're a serial killer. So Burger I King do. Doe freaked <laughs> out. Yes, he freaked out, and he, like I said, he became somewhat popular. And there's a lot of people that put together charities and stuff for him and try to get him on his feet and. He ended up moving around. His story became popular. Like he would get interviewed every now and then, and some he was approached to make a lifetime movie of his no. life. Oh my god, life goal! <laughs> <laughs> you want a lifetime movie? I want to be lifetime movie famous, but I don't okay. want to be famous famous. <laughs> okay, like, that's fair. Well, actually, I would prefer to be internet famous. Like internet famous isn't that synonymous with famous famous nowadays? Just start a mm. meme page. I know I should, but like I want to be famous in the way where like. People ask me to go talk because that's really all I want to do anyway, but I don't <laughs> actually have to work. And I figure that's a good way. Internet famous is a good way. But Lifetime yeah. Movie Famous feels like the right amount of famous. Yeah. Lifetime, yeah, Lifetime Movie. I, I agree with that. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I mean. What about like, Hallmark Movie Famous? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hallmark Movies. Have you ever watched one of those? Yeah. Not that yes, li- lifetime yes. movies are so bad that they circle back around to good. In the <laughs> sense that like you're like, this is terrible. I can't stop watching. I've watched way yeah. too many Hallmark movies in my life. Because my mom loves Hallmark movies. My and she would just sit too. there and cry and oh cry and cry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it's always like Christmas shoes, just different yeah. seasons. Oh God, yeah. Right? It's mm-hmm. like Halloween shoes. May- <laughs> Mayday shoes. Like it just is... I like the Terrible. rash of like Hallmark type movies that Netflix did. I actually liked What was them. A Christmas Prince? A Christmas Prince was Yes, we watched A Christmas Prince. We were like, "Oh, this is going to be terrible." That we both kind of like got into it. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is like cheesy as fuck. It is uh, so but there's so much to make fun of and it's still like pleasant enough to watch Yeah, that. it was kind of enjoyable, <laughs> honestly. Yes. Wow. That's how I feel about the British Bake And then didn't Netflix <laughs> reach out oh thank you. Didn't Netflix reach out to someone who had watched a Christmas Prince like every day since it had come out for oh, like yeah. Yeah, okay. for like three months. Yes. And they were just That's like too much, user, yeah. are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> who are every you? Day and, for three and then months. they like replied on Twitter, I think they were like, just let me live Netflix. <laughs> Okay. It's my life. Everybody has that movie, though, that's objectively terrible, but you can, like, quote every line For of. me, it's The Long oh, Kiss yeah. Goodnight. Uh, mine uh, is Mortal Kombat. Th- yes! I love Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I'm uh, always like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. I may- It's on Netflix, did you know? I did not know oh, that. We need to, we watch, have to watch, it. watch it. It's on Netflix. We haven't done a bad movie. We need to do a bad movie night again. Please do. I forced my husband to watch it and he like was like what is this except i just kept quoting the movie all Uh the way through and he was like who are you (laughs) and i was like you knew you knew when i married me that there was something (laughs) deeply disturbed so anyway anyway that's my bad one yeah me and my brothers used to like jump around the room to mortal Kombat, just because so <laughs> as a kid it was so intense yeah. oh, I, would, I would do that with uh, and the music was it just get you hyped it's like kano test your might mortal Kombat. i would watch any sort of like karate movie and try to and just practice their moves on my sister like oh sure sure i'd make i was like stand there and i'd watch him and like he'd do a sweep kick and i'm like okay i like sweep kicked her legs out from underneath her which one Katie. Oh. And then she oh. hit her head and you haven't seen her since. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming for you. Don't worry. She oh. reappears behind a Burger King McDonald's dough. She has a scraggly beard and glaucoma. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Burger None of that dough. was right. 
I liked it. I could see it. <laughs> Did you say glaucoma? Yeah. Did I miss that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I'm sorry. What happened to Burger King <laughs> Yeah. W- did you finish his story? Because I want to know what else happened. Can you start from the beginning? Because <laughs> I've forgotten. Uh, he decided because they're like, we have to. You can't just stay Burger King dough. You need a name. <laughs> so no, you don't. <laughs> he so he picked uh, Benjamin Kyle for himself. What? Oh, Two okay. first names he picked for himself. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Better. He is a serial killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he's had amnesia, and those are like two people he saw walk down the hall. He's like, this is a name. <laughs> yeah, probably just like looking <laughs> around name, the right? room, just uh, Benjamin. He just <laughs> Kaiser. Or Kai- oh, God, fuck it. <laughs> Kaiser associated. Okay. Oh, sure. Um, turns out they, after f- like 30 years uh, with so many people around the country, he, be- he became, like I said, fairly well known. And so many p- people around the country like raising charities doing stuff asking around there's doing dna tests and ancestry tests and blah blah they finally two years ago found his family wow no hmm. yeah and uh, when he found out he died he, no he <laughs> <laughs> you'd like that wouldn't you <laughs> kind of at this point oh, <laughs> I feel like this is like the most sad sex story that ever happened. He's <laughs> trying to make it better. Well, when they found his family, he decided to uh, he decided not to share or not to tell anyone. He stopped doing interviews and stuff, mm-hmm. and he kept it all private. Internet famous. Um, yeah. So he s- said he doesn't want to, uh, you know, bring unnecessary attention to his original family. Who kno- mm-hmm. it does seem really crazy that as soon as he. Actually, well, this is one weird thing, and I don't want to speculate. Yes, you do. <laughs> but when, whenever somebody he was working with this person that was uh, doing DNA testing pretty closely, whenever she said that, "Hey, I'm starting to get close," he suddenly cut off all contact with her and hmm. stopped working with her. Whenever she said she was getting close, what? which is uh, seems like odd behavior. But that is uh, odd behavior. They did finally found him, and they found out. Oh. It, one thing that I thought was interesting were some little clues that he, like, to what his life was. He realized at one place he was driving a truck, and he was like, wait, how do I know how to drive a truck? And Why are they <laughs> letting him drive a truck? <laughs> <laughs> he has no license. He was found by a dumpster. Oh, he they gave him a license, actually. They what? They just <laughs> gifted him a license? Yeah, they, uh, it was, <laughs> there's actually charities for people, like, for homeless people that... Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Ben? I was Ben's li- watching Netflix no, while I was a story. <laughs> I oh, w- my God. <laughs> I was. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> a lot of things happened. Uh, one thing. One thing he knew for sure was that he was born on the same day as Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the only thing he remembered from his life. What? Um, okay. He was from Indiana, uh, so maybe that's why. So did he? That's why he forgot where he was from. Like how too. many? <laughs> I would want to as well. <laughs> well, okay. I'm just thinking like. I mean, I don't know this, but, like, how many people could possibly be born on, like, oh, not the same year. No, not the, the same, same year. Day. Okay, I was like, wouldn't that be fairly simple to start narrowing stuff down? You're just like, have you lost a child and was he born on this date? And, like, somebody's going to be like, oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Like, there mm-hmm. can't be, like, seven <laughs> people like that. No, it was understand. a 10-year difference, but it was the same okay. same day. Um, let's see. What was I guess I he So that one weird clue that he was pot that was of everything in his previous life. That was the only thing he was positive about that. He was born on the same day as Michael Jackson. That is bizarre. Yeah. But that was one of the big clues that helped them find out who he was along with everything else that they did. 
Can uh, I ask you a question? Yes. When you said that you don't want to speculate about him, like, shutting down the investigation, what do you mean by that? Oh, I was, I thought maybe he either... Like, he, he remembered? Maybe he remembered something. He's like, oh, yeah, I abandoned these people, or maybe I left these people yeah. for a good reason, or... Cause, oh, I see mm-hmm. what you're saying. Or, because they don't really know when he left. He doesn't really have... It, like, it's not like there is a day that he's like, and then I don't remember after this point. Yeah. It was just all of a sudden, or just this fuzzy, like hazy memory for forever. And then who knows, maybe he was completely cognizant up until he got his, he probably was completely cognizant I up mean, until that's he got his head beat. what I was thinking. And just <laughs> no. wiped out 20, man, that'd be great for, if I could wipe out like a couple <laughs> years. <laughs> ben, you have a hammer, right? I, uh, <laughs> we're using, we just got the funds for that so we could build our lighthouse business, Torrance. Yeah. But yeah, I thought maybe, or, or he, yeah, maybe he found out they were terrible people. He didn't want to get reassociated with them, or maybe he he literally just like I've been out of these people's lives for so long, I don't want to like come crashing back in yeah, or something. Yeah, there's been any any number of reasons. You know, you don't think about that, but like, how kind of horrible would that be to be gone for twenty years and then try and reintegrate back into a family that yeah. you you don't know anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Which he might not, I don't, like, it's not even clear if he had, like, I don't believe, it doesn't look like he had, like, a wife or children or anything, because it seems like he disappeared probably in his 20s or mid-20s oh. or something, because hmm. um, he was, he's, they didn't find it his family till like, 35 years later or something. And that whole time he was Burger King Doe? <laughs> He changed his name. Well, I don't acknowledge Kyle it. Kyle Powers, or what What did I say? You said Benjamin Kyle. <laughs> Benjamin yeah. Kyle. Kyle Powers. Kyle Powers. So, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, just, Austin so Powers' So, he son. disappears when he's 20, and then it takes them 35 years to find his family? Yeah. Well, okay. then they find him 20 years after he disappeared, so, and then it, so it took them, like, 15 years. Well, this is okay. what... It, well, okay. Right? This is what I think what it seems like what happened. Of course, we don't know everything because we don't know the family. We don't know their story. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he was intentionally a missing person for 20 years. Okay, I see. Then he yeah. lost his goddamn memory <laughs> <laughs> and was even more a missing oh, person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, oh, so it seems like he. Complicated. Yeah, it seems like he intentionally went off the grid yeah. and then lost his memory. Yeah. And so then, oh, so of course maybe he wouldn't want to reconnect. So maybe he, he did yeah. something. It seemed like he left uh, for some reason. Wow. Or maybe he was estranged or something. It's, it's crazy. It turns out wow. that his. Real name is uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> William Burgess Powell. Oh, that's Ooh. not good. <laughs> <laughs> Two very different reactions. <laughs> I liked it, but um, that just going to his Wikipedia. I may, I hit some of the highlights, but if you read his Wikipedia page, it's really interesting. Just like his life post being discovered, because like to him, basically. They he could remember a couple things about his childhood. Like even his childhood was extremely fuzzy. Like he said he remembered like going to the certain fairgrounds in Indiana mm-hmm. and he remembered that, you know, you could at those fairgrounds you could get a uh grilled cheese for twenty five cents and a milk for five cents. That's one other specific <laughs> thing he could remember. Man, that sounds awesome. <laughs> it does yeah. sound pretty good. <laughs> uh-huh. Now I want a grilled cheese. For 25 cents? Hell Done. Yeah. We've this got some stuff at the house. <laughs> <laughs> I had a grilled cheese right before I came here. Did you really? Yeah, because I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs> Brag much. <laughs> grilled cheeses are the best. Yeah, I love yes, grilled cheeses. 
What a story. Yeah, I thought that I was love it. interesting. I talked way more about that than the one I was going to talk about. I mean, it's but fascinating. But do you guys know about Hiro Onoda? The Sorry, say that one more time. Hiro Onoda. With the accent? Hiro. <laughs> <laughs> Hiro Nakamura. Um, he, this is, you probably heard at least variants of the story, but it is an actual. Heroes. <laughs> Japanese uh, World War II okay. soldier that had been on a Philippine island doing guerrilla warfare tactics 27 years after the war had ended. Because he didn't know that the war had ended. Was Whoa. he just doing that to oh random Filipinos? <laughs> but he was doing it to like the police force. And <laughs> oh, he killed some people. <laughs> Bummer. And he had to, like the the Philippines had to just officially pardon him because they're like, well, he didn't know it's like the some war catch was twenty two craziness. But what? Yeah, he he and six other people were sent to this island in the Philippines to uh, do some like intelligence stuff or whatever mm-hmm. the island ended up being pretty t- quickly taken over him and his men had to flee into the woods over the years he started to lose his men the war ended at you know did they it, just forget about him um well he would have been a they assumed he was dead uh they had, had no contact with him because because the, they lost a lot of their stuff and the their higher up men and he was he ended up being the, the highest ranking person there after a couple of the people died and he had orders that under no circumstances was he to ever surrender or kill himself. So, <laughs> so how many years did he go on? Twenty-seven. <laughs> it was he was uh he like I said he basically terrorized the the locals there. He would get <laughs> get <laughs> he'd get in firefights with the uh, the no. police every now and then. <laughs> He would, um, whenever there was like a, somebody was driving, you know, their crop of rice somewhere, he would go set on fire. Oh my God. <laughs> is he just an asshole? No, he thought he was fighting the his enemy. Um, I mean, Archer rice. did an episode about that guy. Yeah, they were, yeah that's, that's exactly what they're getting it from. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that character shows up, though, in a lot of films. Not always well, an Asian guy, but it's like in, uh, like, Skull Island, King Kong. They had the guy that was there that you know just been stuck yeah, there forever. It's been a predator. They have that pretty famous thing, and like it's been mm-hmm. mimicked in popular culture just because it's so fascinating. The new yeah. Tomb Raider movie. Anyway, like the people on that island that the crazy <laughs> men just shot. Yeah. Can you imagine? Everybody has a crazy person in your town when you grew up. Uh, yeah, this is the yeah. worst like kind of crazy person. <laughs> yeah, it's armed and thinks they're fighting a war. But okay, not good. there's some great points to this that. Uh, or well, a couple that I fucking love. Which it's too bad that he killed those innocent people, but <laughs> he thought that they were the Bummer. enemy. That's like the, the people that live there knew that this was a soldier who was this crazy person that was still fighting twenty seven years after after the war. They ended up. Oh, sorry. They ended up uh, like they would fly over the where they thought he was and drop a bunch of pamphlets out that said, "Hey, the war is over. You can come out now." Mm-hmm. Or on like farmers like fences, they would just hang banners. They're like, "Hey, come out! It's fine. the The war's over." They thought that these were all you know traps. Oh uh, my god! And so, twenty seven years after there, this, there is uh, this d- described by everyone as this Japanese hippie named Suzuki. Who I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Japanese. I forget his first name. Suzuki. Yeah, uh, his name. Suzuki. I just I'm just gonna read. What He's just a car. <laughs> a motorcycle, yeah. an Autobot. 
Where is his? That was goofy. You can cut that. No, we're leaving it in there. I'm trying to be cool. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, yeah. Norio Suzuki was a uh, uh, this uh, Japanese man uh, described as a hippie who was traveling on the world looking for, <laughs> and this is in quotations, he was looking for Lieutenant Onoda, the guy mm-hmm. that was okay. hiding out, a wild panda, and the abominable <laughs> snowman in that <laughs> order. What? This is... This is according to Suzuki himself. The panda might be important to catching the abominable snowman, so I get it. I get it. He he wandered into the... He went out there, wandered into the forest, found the guy, ended up befriending him, talking to him, and was telling him, hey, you know, man, the, the war's over. And he's like, he's like, I don't know if I believe you or not. In any case, I have to be, you know, relieved by my commanding officer. So Suzuki took a picture with him. Can you imagine staying that fucking loyal <laughs> I for know, that fucking seriously. long, living out no, in the fucking done. woods? Like, no, I'd, after like two years or so of living no, out in the woods. Two months. Not even that. Yeah, I mean, it'd just be like, okay, this is enough. <laughs> if my college team is down by like a touchdown, I'm like, I hate you forever. <laughs> like, I, there's no loyalty. I'm this is over. So Suzuki yeah. goes back to Japan, gets in contact with uh, some government officials, shows them these selfies they took with uh, with Anoda. The government tracks down his old commanding officer, flies him out. He goes out into the woods, finds Anoda, and gives them the official command to step down. And then he's like, "Okay, I'll go home," um, which is so insane. So he goes, he goes back, and can you imagine? He goes back not knowing about you know the you know. Hiroshima or Nagasaki, the bombs being dropped on his country. He doesn't know any of that. He learns this all real quickly. He also <laughs> he very immediately becomes. And this is this sounds like exactly what you would expect. He was really upset with the lack of discipline in modern Japan. Um, oh. so, okay. so he decided to go to Brazil and become a farmer, which he did for like another fifteen twenty years until he heard a story about. A young man killing his parents in Japan. So he, whenever he heard that, he flew back to Japan and opened a nature school for troubled youth, where he would go out man. into the woods and mentor them and teach them discipline. Jesus, he's a go getter. How old was this guy? He lived to be um, 110. <laughs> he did an interview in 2010. Um, wow. Yeah, he was f- real. Old. I can't remember how old he was when he died, but he he did die just a couple years ago. Hmm. Um, but with when. Uh, Suzuki, the guy that saved his life, ended up dying in the Himalayas while searching for the abominable snowman. <laughs> no, no, you can't. I thought that. he, you know, I was hoping he'd find him. You know, he me too. Maybe he did. Maybe he you're right. Him. Maybe you're right. I'm, got sorry. I'm being negative. Me half glass. Yeah. <laughs> glass half empty. Glass half empty. <laughs> anyway, he got hugged to death by the yeti. It's like a man, <laughs> and it just like squeezes him to death. And sorry. he ended up marrying a, a nice uh, Brazilian woman. Mm. That's not bad. Isn't that what we all want? <laughs> that seems like a glow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway, that was that was mine. Those still weren't super happy, but at least these people no, were found. Good. Burger King. <laughs> Forever. Yes. Those are really good stories. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry we didn't let you tell them for one sentence. <laughs> I know, I know. But they shouldn't have been so funny. Yeah. <laughs> His fault for it's having like such a hilarious, he set things tragic on life. fire. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is That's amazing. amazing. 
Well, guys, we've been going for about two hours now. Uh-oh. I'm proud of everybody. <laughs> this is uh, this has been a really fun episode. Yeah, it has. Maria, I thank you for joining us so oh, much. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm sorry to give you so much to edit, but this has been no, an absolute joy. I mean, like I said, you guys are famous to me. I'm just really you're famous to us. Honored to be here. And so I hope I gave you some good content. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and everybody needs to go check out Misfit Book Club. Yes. Oh yeah. You you want to plug that? Yes. Or whatever else you want to plug. Well, <laughs> uh, here she goes. <laughs> I got a single drop in. No, I don't. Um, yeah. So the Misfit Book Club, we're a podcast. Um, we're a book club for people who generally suck at book clubs. So if you can't like make a book club on your own or if you're like Pixie and I and you get kicked out of them on the reg because uh, <laughs> you're too opinionated. Um, yeah, that's what we are. And we try and read a variety of books and we kind of summarize them and talk about them in really smart ways. And we have a really great community online of readers that we're always looking for new people. So you can find us at Misfit Book Club Podcast. At, wait. MisfitBookClub.com We just finally got a website set up And then at Misfit Book Club Basically on all social media Mm -hmm. Um, They're a good follow yeah. I hope we are. Yeah, uh, I love following Torrance you. Torrance makes me laugh on Twitter. You put our all Instagram and Twitter. You put our social media in general to shame. No. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we kind of suck at lives. it. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, I'm sorry. We're gonna tweet this gif, 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 gif. I say gif. GIF. The creator says gif. He does. Gif is correct. The creator says gif. That sounds mm-hmm. like a weird cult. <laughs> Tyler the creator. He says, <laughs> Tyler the creator. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> no. Um so yeah, that's where we are and come give us a listen. I think um this month we're reading a book called um Tell me or talk to me about my uterus. It's uh, basically about a lady who spent many, many years in tons of pain with doctors not believing her. Oh my no. god, that's my fucking life. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Girl, join us. All right. So All right. That's what we're doing and yeah, it's it's great. Um, yeah, it is great. I'm really glad to have been here. Yeah. I want to come every week now. <laughs> you should love definitely me. come back. Yeah, we'll ha- we'll we want you on again. We want to bring Pixie on at some point. That'd oh, be sure. fantastic. So funny. <laughs> You're gonna have a three-hour-long episode. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. Thank well, you. yeah. Thanks for coming. Um, thanks everybody for listening to this episode of Pseudophiles. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, www.cedofiles.com. We still have t-shirts up, so go check those out. Um, and if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, or you have episode suggestions that you would like to give us, you can contest, contact us at podcast at Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.